okay once again you're welcome to september edition of school of purpose discovery and there are three major things we'll be considering in this wonderful school so school of purpose discovery is centered on one thing and that one thing is to bring men into understanding of god's purpose for their life we believe strongly in our spirit that there's a reason why God created every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. As long as you're on this earth, it's evident, it shows that there was something you were made for. And the purpose of this school is to bring you to that understanding. We are not the one that will tell you that and see your purpose or no. That's not why we are here. This institution is established to serve as a channel like that best place where God will bring you into an understanding of God's purpose and calling for your life. So I want you to pick up your writing material. I want you to pick up your Bibles and be ready for serious study. Because the Bible said something in the book of Ephesians 1, verse 17 and 18. It says, God will, bring, will give us the spirit of knowledge, wisdom in the knowledge of him. The eyes of understanding will be enlightened. And when the eyes of understanding are enlightened, what we begin to understand is the hope of our calling. A lot of people are living aimless lives because they have not understood the purpose, the hope of their calling. So there's a reason why God has called, and that's the purpose of this class. So I want you to listen carefully and get the word that God will be releasing to you this, uh, this day. Now, there are three things we'll be considering in this class. How many things? How many things? All right. So there are three great things we'll be considering in this class. And this is our first class, so we'll be looking at one of those things then the second class look at the second one then the third class will consider the third one now there are three most important things three most important things you need to know as a human being on planet earth number one there are three discoveries about them three discoveries now no matter how old you are whether you're 100 or you're 200 if you have not discovered these three things you are wasting Number one, discovering your creator. Number one is discovering your creator. Number two is discovering God's purpose for your life or the assignment. Discovering the assignment or God's purpose for your life. Number three is preparing for eternity. Then number one is discovering your creator. Number two is discovering your assignment or God's purpose for your life. Number two is preparing for eternity. And in this class, we'll be taking the first one, discovering your creator. There are certain words that um, when the writers of the Bible use when they were writing the scriptures. And those words, they didn't just wake up and come up with those words. Those words were really, really intentional. The Bible said something in the book of Ecclesiastes. That will be our anchor scripture for this study. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. I'd like us to go over to that scripture now. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. Solomon was the writer of Ecclesiastes, one of the wisest men that lived on earth. Let's see what he has to tell us. Solomon is a man that enjoyed different aspects of life. He enjoyed being wealthy and all of that. Wisdom was full of wisdom. God used him to speak about so many things. Are you there? Okay, can I hear you, please?
Thank you very much. Can we take verse 2? I want you to read verse 6. Okay, verse 7. Thank you very much. Now, I love the amplified version of the Bible. It says, Remember earnestly also your creator that you are not your own, but his property now. Remember earnestly. That means it's beyond just you remembering. Earnestly. That means it's very, very important. Remember, does not mean, ah, you just say, and say, hey, God, you exist. She so, said, God, you are in this world. Hey. Remember, means consciously the hard thing. Wow. As it don't know you that you were actually created. It's just like now I have a child. And that child grew up without knowing the mother. Maybe, I don't know how. I'm just saying, for example, I don't have a child yet. But let's say I had a child, and the child grew up without knowing the mother. And all of a sudden, the child now realizes that, ah, I didn't just come into this world like that. So I have a mother somewhere. And what would this child do? He start looking for tracing who the mother was, asking questions. That is consciously remembering something. It's just that all of a sudden, it will just dawn on you that, ah, no, this thing is like this. So the Bible is telling us in Ecclesiastes, it says, remember now, when, when, Remember now your creator. It didn't just say remember anything. Remember now your creator. So the number one thing we must discover as a journey through life is our creator. We must remember our creator. You can't discover God's purpose for your life without knowing who the creator is. You know, scientists they will tell us man came out from apes, gorilla, and all these things. But the big question is: since you were born, how many people have you seen coming out from gorilla? <laughs> I don't think I have seen one. I've not heard of one. That's okay. Those things are lies. They are just theories. They are just lies. Okay? So every human being, you must understand that there is a creator. You were actually created. There's somebody that owns you. Amplify it says that you are not your own, but it's property. You are not made for yourself. Some people say, it's my life. I can't do anything now. No, no, no. It's not your life, sir. It's not your life. Man. You cannot do anything. You cannot just wake up and do anything you like. No. It's not your life. So that is why it is important for us to remember now the word creator. And what is the best time to remember? It's in the days of your youth. That means you could remember when you're older, but the most important time to remember is the days of your youth. Why? Now, while I was studying, there was one time I, I wrote a book on preserving your destiny. That was my first book. 
and one of the things God was making me to understand is that there are different seasons of the human life. Apostle Joshua said also made mention of that in one of his messages. He said we have the morning season, we have the uh, afternoon season, we have the evening and the night. He said the morning season that's from zero to twenty-five days. That's the morning season. It's a time to plant. It's a time to discover. It's a time to know why am I here to ask questions like, okay, who am I? To understand who you are. So you can't even venture into that um, journey of discovering who you are until you create the creator. This when you discover your creator, you begin to say, oh, so this was the person that created me. And okay, so that is why I'm behaving like this. So until you know your creator, you cannot know yourself. Hello? Until you discover your creator, you cannot know yourself. Just like a child saying, my genotype is AA. Why did you get the genotype? It's from your parents. So you cannot just go and say, okay, me, I'm AA. Or this person say, me, I'm, me, I'm this. No, you cannot just wake up. You cannot just jump. So when it comes to matters of destiny and purpose, you don't just wake up one day and say, I think um, this is why I'm here on earth. No, you first of all discover your creator. He's the one that has the manual for your life. Is the one that have the manual, is the one that have the print, the blueprint of everything you're supposed to do on earth. By God's grace, and I produce something. And don't think that I produce, okay, let me just make someone of this. I produce perfume, too. Oil perfume. No, those things that I produce cannot just wake up and say, this is the reason why, this, this is the function I want to, um, I, I want to, this, these are the things I want to be used for. No. A product can you cannot tell the manufacturer that okay, this is what I want to be used for. You can't do that, you don't have the right. But I can say, okay, oil perfume, you use it like this, use it like this. Hello, are you following? So God is our manufacturer, God is our creator. He's the one that will decide this is what A is supposed to be. This is what um, creator C, I think creation C is supposed to do. Praise the Lord. Alright, so God has a manual for your life. He's the one that decided, okay. You, you are going to be a chair, you are going to be this, you are going to be this. So until you discover your creator, you have not started the journey of life. It does not matter how old you are. You know one good thing about our God. One good thing about God is that any day you realize yourself, God can't it for you as your morning. So it does not matter whether you are already 50 years of age, you have already passed your morning season of life. Any day you have that realization that, ah, they realize who God is that God, you are the one that created me. That automatically becomes the morning season of your life. And the Bible said something in the book of in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 25. You see, um, and I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. So you, you must have lost several years of your life, and you didn't know your creator. You have no idea about who created you and all of that. Anytime you come to realize your even as you're listening to me right now. And you just come to realize yourself. That becomes your money. And God starts with you from there. Hello. Hallelujah. May someone be restored in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So how do you remember your creator? Do you just wake up and say, hey, my creator, how are you now? How do you remember your creator? Number one, by having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The Bible speaking in John, say, I am the way, John 14. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus is the living way to the Father. You want to discover your Creator? You must have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way to the Father. 
I hear some people say, I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus. You're fooling yourself. Because Jesus said, I am the way. John 30, John 10, 30 says, I am my father, I want. So you can't tell me Jehovah is my father and Jesus is your own. He's your enemy. You made a very big mistake here. So if you want to discover who your creator is, Jesus is that living way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So you cannot know God, you cannot know your creator without coming through Jesus Christ. He is the way, he's the one that gives you access to the Father. The Bible says, I am my father. Jesus was say, I am my father, we are one. The Pharisees and the Jews, they had that issue. Why Jesus was on earth. You know, they believe in God, they believe in the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Moses, and all of that. But when Jesus came, they could not recognize him. The Bible says he came to his own, for his own. They could not receive him. Why? They were thinking that, ah, how can a mortal man, a mortal man, they didn't know that he was God. So I don't know whether you have been making that mistake before now. From today, receive understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. So Jesus is that living way to the Father. So if you want to journey to the path of purpose discovery, first, you must discover who your creator is. You must have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He must be your Lord and Savior. You know, sometimes we commonize this word, Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. Lord is not your friend. Hello. When you go to law, can I say, my Lord, he's not your friend, though. <laughs> Lord is that. He's the one that presides over matters of life. He's the one that's presiding over the affairs of my life. So when you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you're saying, Lord, from today, I cease to be the ogre of my life. Of course, you were never ogre. But you're officially saying, Lord, from today, preside over the matters of my life. Hello. So that is, that is, that is what you're saying. Lord, from today, I'm no longer doing anything on my own. I, I see some Christians, you just wake up and you take decisions. You want to get married and you're like, eh. eh. You have 20 things you're looking out for. They say, what are the 20 things you're looking out for? What kind of woman you, do you want to marry? You have 20, 20 lists, canon lists. Lists that have nothing to do with God. You know? But if you are truly a child of God, and God is the Lord, Jesus is the Lord of your life, before you make any matters, any decision over any matter of life, you go to the Lord. What do we do? You know you are not the owner of yourself. But how we do today is we'll make our decision, then we'll go and tell him and my <laughs> You can't fulfill destiny that way. The Bible says that any man that strives for mastery is temperate in all things. So if you are striving for mastery, you want to fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life in this dispensation. First, you must discover your creator. You must have a personal living relationship with Jesus Christ. He must be the Lord. Number one, he must be the Lord of your life. Number two, he must be your savior. Lord of your life means he's the one that presides over the matters of your life. Hope you are writing down. He's the one that presides over the matter of your life. You cannot do anything without him. He's your all in all. Before you do anything, you're saying, Lord, what should I do? Your savior is the one, savior means that he's the one that gives you hope for eternity. After your life, yes. David said, he will not leave my soul in hell. He will not suffer the only, his only one to see corruption. Savior gives you the hope of eternity that, oh, after my life on earth, I have a Savior that will redeem me. He will not allow my soul to, to be in hell. Hell is not talking about hellfire. It's talking about hate. It's talking about grace. 
will not talk about my soul to be the help. We will not talk about the only one to be corruption. That means this is your body now after you're gone. It will not just remain in the grave. Jesus will redeem you. So you have hope for eternity. That means Jesus is your Lord and your Savior. So it's not just your Lord, but your Savior at the end of your life is going to save you, he's going to redeem you from destruction. Hallelujah. So when you have your personal relationship with God, that is the beginning of your journey of destiny. You have not yet embarked on the journey of destiny if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Your purpose on earth is the preparation for eternity. Whatever you are doing here on earth, whatever God has sent you to do here on earth, it will prepare you for eternity. We are not just here because, um, what? see, this is God's purpose is spiritual. It's not just because I want to do something, I want to be active, I want to do something to God. No, you are not just doing it. You are actually preparing towards somewhere. The Bible says we are, we are pilgrims. Pilgrims are people that are on a journey. We are journey, we are on transit, we are going somewhere. Just like now you are traveling from Portacol to Kaduna. You are on a journey. Uh-huh. So you, we must not lose sight of our destination. That's why we have a savior. So at the end of our journey on earth, we have a savior. We have somebody that's ready to receive us. Ah, my child, you have done well. Enter into your rest. So that's why Jesus is our Lord and our Savior. He's our Lord to guide us. He's our life, our Lord to preside over our matters, to help us, lead us. And then he's our Savior because after our life on earth is over, he will receive us to himself. Hallelujah. All right. Another thing we are also going to understand is our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Remember, God is a tripartite being. That means he is three in one. God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The tripartite is three. So, it's three in one. Not like three God. Three in one. Just like yourself, as a human being. You have your spirit, you have your soul, you have your body. So, you cannot say, my soul's name is Mercy, my body's name is Victor, and then my, my spirit's name is Covenant. No. Tripartite means that three in one. So, it's not different. It's not... God the Father, me or we serving God the Father, why do you serve God the Son? No. It is some religion they have covered that um, vague understanding of the Trinity. Some people say our own. We worship only angels. Some people say our own. We worship only God. No, no. Ought not to be so. That's a misconception. God the Holy Spirit. Let's see our Bible, John chapter 14. John 14. Jesus was talking to his disciples. Verse 26. Can we read it? Who is there? John 14, verse 26. Okay, thank you very much. I like to use the amplified version. Okay, thank you. He said, body comforter, counselor, helper. That is another name of um, the comforter. Other synonyms. Counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit. Whom the Father. I want you to note that word. Whom the word? The Father. So who sends the Holy Spirit? The Father. Okay. Whom the Father will send in my name. Look, oh, I want you to look at this verse carefully. 
This is Jesus that is speaking. Are you seeing the harmony between God, the Father, God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? He said, But the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. Whose name? Whose name? Who was talking in this verse? Bible student. <laughs> Jesus, right? Okay. He said, Whom the Father will send in who? In my name. Whose name? In my place. To represent me and act on my behalf. I love and prepare so much. He will teach you all things. How many things? And he will cause you to recall. We remind you of bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Are you seeing it? Now permit me to say that the matters of your destiny, they are like they are encrypted. How do I describe it now? It's just like now. This better way we like you. Matters of your destiny, they are encrypted, they are covered, they are packaged and sealed into the spirit. So now Jesus says, This Holy Spirit that is coming, He will cause you to recall, we remind you, or bring things to your remembrance. So those things are already in you. Everything you're going to be on earth, your destiny, your purpose, everything has been deposited into your spirit. But Jesus is saying that you can't do this thing, you can't remember that. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes they just come to you like they'll just be appearing in your eyes as pictures. Sometimes you see yourself. Remember growing up as a teenager. I'll always be having this thing where I'll see myself. I'm preaching to a large crowd of people. Have you had that kind of dream before? Thank you. So you're familiar with it. I always have those kind of dreams. I will see myself, I'm talking to a large number of people. I will see myself, I'm preaching on the street. I'm doing a lot of things. You know, God was just showing me glimpses of what He has called me to do, but I did not understand. Just when I, I, I started relating with the Holy Spirit, that he started bringing those things. That, ah, do you remember those things that I used to show you then? Okay, this is what it means. So he started connecting the dot, the dot lines together. He started joining the dotted lines. Now, okay, you know why I took you to College of Health? It was because of this point. So the Holy Spirit now will begin to connect your experiences. The things you are going to begin to connect them and show you how it fits into God's plan and purpose for your life. Hallelujah. Are you following? So the Holy Spirit begin to build on your experiences. Maybe you have done something in the past. You even thought that you made a mistake. Truly, you made a mistake. But the Holy Spirit has improved over your life. He will begin to bring something good. He will begin to bring the purpose aspect of your existence. I don't know where you understand. Let's say now you made a mistake yesterday. And you actually thought, ah, Lord, I prayed it again. Do you know when the Holy Spirit grew over your life, those things you call mistake. You begin to convert it. It's just like um, it's just like just like all those people that used to gather waste and turn it to manure. You you have thrown it from your heart that it's waste, right? No, those people carry it. They carry that that waste from your house. Maybe it's cow dung or whatever. They carry it from your house. Then they will take it to farm, and the farmer will use it as manure. Is it still useful? Is it still useful? So the same thing you, you are calling waste products. This one they are converted into money. And they use that plant something and you will see it. it. Uh-huh, good. So, so you see how it is. So you discover as you're growing and joining on this your part of destiny. One of the things that the only thing will help you to do is those things you have come with in your life. Those experiences from them are wrong, many, eh? Bringing out of those things, all that. And those waste experience, those things you, you call waste, when you begin to use it as money, 
to raise other like hallelujah may that be the story of somebody here in the mighty name of jesus so no aspect of your life is a waste when you have a relationship with the holy spirit but until the holy spirit comes in you will still be seeing them as waste you will still be regretting and say before god i have nothing to regret about my past why because the holy spirit has already been over it and the thing that I called waste is not using it as money. Hallelujah. It's always so wonderful. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void. Genesis 1 verse 2. It said darkness was upon the face of the deep. That was a waste. It was a wasteful land. But when the Holy Spirit kept in, they begin to brood. They began to brood. Ha! They began to brood. That the Holy Spirit was brooding, brooding, was moving over, hovering, brooding on it. As it was brooding, the next thing was illumination. The word of God came from let there be. That word did not come until there was that brood. So, your life, you could have been experiencing mess, your life must have been messed up, you must have made a lot of mistakes, silly mistakes in your life. Can you allow the Holy Spirit to brood over you? So, until you have a personal relationship with your Creator, forget it you cannot discover purpose you cannot become anything so you must have a personal relationship with your creator we have god the father which is our god we have god the son jesus christ then the holy spirit very very important jesus said i'm going though but this person is the one taking my place it's just like a group you just got married to your bride and then after your honeymoon or let me say before your honeymoon or after your honeymoon See, I'm going though. Sweet that I'm going. Eh? But as I'm going, I'm leaving somebody with you. This person will take my place. You know I'm your husband. Eh? As I'm going, this person now will do all the things I'm supposed to do for you. All the care I'm supposed to give you, this person. I don't know where you're getting the picture. That's who the Holy Spirit is. Jesus said, I'm going. I'm not going to be with you on earth again. But there's another person that is coming. See, another, that is another of the same kind. Another comforter. The same kind that is if I was a girl, the same person, if my name was covenant, the same person, the same covenant. That is we are the same, the same kind. And look at the quality, the thing that only Jesus said the Holy Spirit will do for us. He said we'll be our counselor. A lot of people they are confused about matters of life. But when you have a relation a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you can never be confused. What you see is illumination light. It's just the getting understanding. The Bible says the entrance of your way gives them light. The Holy Spirit brings that understanding. He says, help her, he will help you. He will intercede for you. Not like he will pray for you, but he will give you the strength to actually do so. Advocate. That is, he will be your judge. Strengthener. A lot of youth cannot stand up to do something. They can't pursue their dreams. They don't have the strength. They don't have the inner strength. Not physical strength. There's another kind of strength. Inner strength to pursue your dreams. So pursue your dreams, you need inner strength and you can't get it without the Holy Spirit. Some people ask me, how do you manage to do the things you're doing? It's the inner strength of the Holy Spirit. If it's by my natural strength, I would have just broken down and then. I just feel like by now I'll be in the hospital. Because I walk around the clock and walk every day. But then when the Holy Spirit comes, it gives you inner strength to pursue the cause. A man of God was saying something to me one time and he said, I once served a great man of God. Okay. Let me mention his name, Archbishop with the house of blessed memory. He said, I watched the life of this man. He said, This man does not have time for himself. 
that he works over uh, like he works around the clock 24 hours is working he was a man of impact any man that you see that is standing up today that's outstanding in one field of life or the other they don't sleep like every other people their brain they are thinking or they go tell you i walk around my school every night and that's what they do you see an old man he walks around around his university his brain is thinking in the night he's thinking hello so if you're going to fulfill god's plan and purpose for your life you cannot be an ordinary person tell yourself i refuse to be ordinary you cannot be on the average you cannot be a sit and watch you just wake up in the four hours is going you know we were with a man of god a few hours ago yesterday and he said something that sometimes he wish his 24 hours could be elongated like it could be even be more <laughs> that is the 24 hours is too small to even do the work that god has given to him what are you doing with your time what are you doing with your life when you have a relationship with the holy spirit it begins to give you inner strength because you'll be doing a whole lot of things. By the time you'll be appearing on the TV, people are watching you from all over the world. You have a TV program to catch up to. You, you have administration to catch up. You know, you have many things. You have your family, your husband, your wife. You know, you need inner strength for you to be able to do all of that. And that's what the Holy Spirit comes to give us. Hallelujah. I want us to rise to our feet right now and begin to connect to the world spring of life that is available here this, this moment. Begin to connect to the world spring of life. Say when the comforter will come, he said he will teach you all things and will bring all things to your reverence. Can you begin to appreciate the Holy Ghost? Me, Katala, Baba, Lekosha, Libraha, Teleani, Koshia, Labateiza, Ledalabakosha, Dalakatia, Katala, Balabadabo. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Me, Katala, Baba, Shatala, Baba. Thank you for this understanding. Thank you for this understanding. Our eyes are open. Our eyes are open. Our eyes are open. Our eyes are open. Mani, Katala, Baba, Shatele, Oh, Holy Spirit, we worship you. Lebraham, the Subarahasa, Telegade, Radalababaka, Rakatelebahado, Zibahan, Telegade, Matalebrahash, Talababa. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, we worship you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We adore you, we worship you. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We love your name in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We want to give opportunity to people here who want to be born again all over the world, from wherever you're hearing me from right now. I want you to understand that your creator is the number one person in your life and until you align with your creator you can't fulfill your destiny wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice from right now from the comfort of your room your house wherever you're hearing me from you know you don't have a personal relationship with the creator don't fool yourself this is the best time to do so this is the best moment to encounter your creator i want you to pray this simple prayer after me i want you to place that hand upon your chest and pray right now say after me say lord jesus I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. I believe you died for me and rose from the dead to save me. Have mercy upon me. Cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want to pray with you right now. Father, I thank you for your son, your daughter that received you today. Lord, we thank you because they have been transformed into glory. 
Thank you, Father. Their names have been changed. Just like the name of Jacob was changed to Israel. I declare that let their names be changed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Begin to align them to your plan and your purpose for their life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, begin to brood over their life. Begin to brood over whatever they have, they have been through. Begin to brood over their experiences in life. Ah, and make something good out of them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You pray this prayer. I want to let you know we have a special gift for you from the school year and just send a message across to us on any of our platform whether via text message or whatsapp or to our mail you're sending through our whatsapp just send a message to us tell us that you just accepted jesus as your lord and savior that we should give you your gift so we have a gift for you that can help you in your new life okay so i want to encourage you this series continue next week we shall be having another edition of this program and on our next edition we are talking about we are talking about discovering your assignment it's going to be an exciting time it's going to be an exciting time of discovery i want to see you out there next week as god may have it we might be live next week on facebook or instagram and whatever be the case you also get informed you'll be informed of the social media platform we are using meanwhile our whatsapp audience want you to download this message send it to your friends share it to your family and i'm sure it's going to bless them let's begin to appreciate god for a wonderful edition of this program today father we thank you Hey, who had heard such a thing? A nation giving birth to a Thank you for what your breathing out of your purple discovery. Thank you because giants are raised. Thank you because giants are raised. Thank you because giants are raised from this form. Giants are raised. Giants are raised. Me men are not raised on this platform. Thank you because this body is going to be a receptacle for receiving and raising revivalists. It's going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. Thank you, Lord, because this platform is going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. It is going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. Ah, it's going to be a convergence of revivalists. Those that are set to turn their world upside down. We speak for a conglomerate. Malabakusha Balatagadada. Who are held such a thing? A nation giving birth to advance. For as soon as I unto Abe, she brought forth. Malabrahim, Aleko, Dila, Badisha, Tanabade. Lord, I thank you for the birthing of a conglomerate. Lekata Lada Baba Baba. Eshekwa Katele Melianta. 
Leka barada baba basa celebre ke tu celebre ke diasa leko shabarati gada bragada bada thank you for the blessing of a nation thank you for the blessing of an institution rata bako zene gadia taleka dubrehi dala baka celebragada leko shabala demenendo zibrian delegele we have come today in alignment with end time angels lebraham leko shabala dada bada bada we have come in alignment with the spirit of just men made perfect uh, to place a decree like that let's pull a purpose discovery leaf malika libra hasha let it be an institution in this lazen man delegate osha brahana da baba kasu delegate rata baba 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 leka shata da baba baba reketele baba son delegate rakata la baba 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 elajua shabada baba 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 we call for an institution 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 the out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. I will glorify them, they shall not be small. I will multiply them, they shall not be few. We thank you for the blessing of a conglomerate. We thank you for the blessing of a conglomerate. We thank you for the blessing of a convergence of revivalists. Oh, man, the Zubarakatinga, the Bashige, the Gede, Ragada, the Doshige, Berekono, the Zukada, Yadaba, the Dakuja. Da da da, leko jabada, mighty my manu basukese. Mighty men are rising from this place. Mighty men are rising from this place. Ladies and men that will turn their world upside down for Christ. Leka baraka da bada bada. Weaklings are not found here. Lada baba baba shebeleke tegede. Ah, if there was no one feeble among their tribes. Leka baraka tilemendo shiga baratagada. Esho bodo 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 bodo. Jaguaguagua na nagadeleke tegede. Weaklings are not found here. Weaklings are not found here. Weaklings are not found here. Ah, fearful ones are not found here. Leka bada baba barato bosha. Ende ne de de ge duan zamonondo. Jada da 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 da. Erua gadele ge di gado barande ne ge de 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 de. Mande ge de 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 de. Shanda la baba baba baba. Erua tala gada da 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 da. Esho bodo bodo bodo. Nebu zene mene ge de 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 de. Esho bodo 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 bodo. Eh, cosa l'Ibrahim dalla badesha gadadada? E la doma zugede che Ibrahim della cosa la cadiata. Radadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
I agree with the spirit of just men made perfect. In the city of Potakota, Labrahinda Labadesh, Alabaconda Zilegede, Ah, Colabrahana Lababa. I stand on a bashing, I stand on agreement among the legate. Ah, with the spirit of just men made perfect. Mali Brahinda Lababa. I stand in alignment with the fathers. And I declare that school of we speak for the birthing of a new breed. We speak for the birthing of a new breed. Ah, we speak for the birthing of a new breed, a new breed, a new breed. Nations are rising, nations are rising. Malaba kumene meni kabarata gadiata la babata kumene nenene. Eshabolo tobodo. It's a out of our belly flow rivers of living water. Malaba tune mene mene. Let there be an outpouring. Mankure ketu manada. Let there be an outpouring of your spirit. Ah, from school of purpose discovery. I love the We implicate every destiny that will come into this institution. Ah, hundred years from now, we implicate men and women. Twenty-five years from now, we implicate the destinies of men and women. That we come alabada across this institution. La dure kabaraka da da da. Eku mene gadure shamana mana mana. La roche mene mana 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 mana. I raise a flag in the spirit. La kumeni gabarati gaboshiata. Endu shana mana da da. Ile de deisha. Ragaporonda mana monoshiana. Ragadaunda kadianda na kadianda katuma na dalas. I raise a flag in the spirit. And I declare that school of purpose discovery stand as an institution recognized in the spirit. Radabonda subreket umanda zukedesha. Randa da 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 La banda de do ikamala de yasha ina da bakunda de yasha bala da bada bada I establish you as an institution and the spirit right ah to bring for judgment in this last days la bara da bakumene gado do wash de 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 eh kunzele menene ni akuzalata is a savior to rise from Mount Zion and they will judge the mouth of Esau la deni makuma shiga bala bada I declare in the spirit rising for this day. Ah, and your joy in the mouth of Esau. You are joy in the mouth of immorality. You are joy in the mouth of wasted yes. This vision will not die. 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 
Our sons and daughters are raised. There will not be anything like a generation that will come forth and will not carry the burden of the ministry. Hey, we speak for alignment. Alignment. We align the next generation to this vision. We align the next generation. The next generation. The first generation. The second generation. The third generation. The fourth generation. The fifth generation. Until Christ come. Let them align to this vision. Government of Christ will be established on earth. La Diana Makusa Bellete in our days. This subject of purpose will be taught. We will taught in institution. La Daba Daba Shingele in our days. Randa Bakusa Bellete without discovering purpose, they won't allow people to enter in higher institution. In our days. La Daba Baba. In our days, humanity will be restored back to the original purpose of creation. Enough of endless living. Enough of wasteful living. In our days, in our days, in our days, purposeful living. Purposeful living. Men are coming into alignment of purpose. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We take over this generation. And we declare school of purpose discovery as an institution. We open the gates. For the songs of the kingdom to enter and be taught and be discipled. We open the gate of this school. We open the gate of this school. It is see, I have said before thee an open door and no man can shut. Ah, I say, for you have a little strength, for you have kept my word and has not denied my name. Lord, we thank you because today, ah, la we establish this school as an institution. 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 Maladaka barakadabados. Inkadadadadosha. Inkabarakadabadosha namana. Inkadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
Hey, who had heard such a thing? A nation giving birth to you. Thank you for what your breathing at us in your purple discovery. Thank you because giants are raised. Thank you because giants are raised. Ele katala da ba 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 shatele gede gede rakatele gede oshile brahana la baba. Hey, thank you because giants are raised from this form. Giants are raised. Giants are raised. Ele kaza da 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 ba ba shatele gede gede. Me men are not raised on this platform. Ele brahana le kouza la ba la ba la. Thank you because this body is going to be a receptacle for receiving and raising revivalists. It's going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. Thank you, Lord, because this platform is going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. It's going to be a conglomerate of revivalists. Ah, it's going to be a convergence of revivalists. Those that are set to turn their world upside down. Mandele kuja bala bada bada. We speak for the conglomerate. Malaba kuja bala taga da da da. Who are held such a thing? A nation giving birth to at once. For as soon as I unto Abel she brought forth. Malabrahim daleko di la bade shatana bade. Lord, I thank you for the birthing of a conglomerate. Le kata la da ba 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 ba. El shekwa katele meliata. Le kabara da ba 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 shatele breketo shele breketiasa. Thank you for the birthing of a nation. Thank you for the birthing of an institution. We have come today in alignment with end time angels. We have come in alignment with the spirits of just made perfect. So place a decree. Let's pull a purpose discovery. Leave Malika Nebrahasha. Let it be an institution in this last day. Man delegate Osha Brahana da Babaka Su delegate Rata Baba 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 Lekasha Tada Baba 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 Reketele Baba Baba Son delegate Rakata la Baba 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 Ella Jua Shabada Bada Bada Bada. We call forth an institution. 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 Makatele Gedele. They say, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. I will glorify them, they shall not be small. I will multiply them, they shall not be few. We thank you for the blessing of a conglomerate. We thank you for the blessing of a conglomerate. We thank you for the blessing of a convergence of revivalists. Oh, man, the Zubarakatinga, the Bashigede, Ragadada, Sigeberekonomon, the Zukada, Yadabada, Dada, Kuja, Dada, Leko, Zabada, making my manu basukese. Mighty men are rising from this place. Mighty men are rising from this place. Ladies and men that will turn their world upside down for Christ. Weaklings are not found here. 
there was no one feeble among their tribes. Leka barakati le mendo siga baratagada. Esho bolo to bodo 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 bodo. Zagwa gwa gwa na na gadelekedegede. Weaklings are not found here. Weaklings are not found here. Weaklings are not found here. Ah, fearful ones are not found here. Leka bada baba barato bosha. Endelekedegeduan zamonondo. Zada da 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 da. Erua gadelekedega do barandelekedegede. La da ba ye kousa la da 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 le da da ba 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 shanele gelelelele rata la ba 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 mandele gelelelele rusaka ba 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 le kaza la ba 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 le kaza la da ba 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 e kasa ta la da ba 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 mandele gelelelelelelele raka ba 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 a conglomerate is rising a conglomerate is rising they will run and they will not faint they will run and they will not faint they will run and they will not faint they will run and offend the brahand the kousa balabala a generation of finishers man the basuke le brahind alagade ragada da 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 samana mana 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 I agree with the spirit of just men made perfect. In the city of Potakota, I stand on I stand on agreement with the spirit of just men made perfect. I stand in alignment with the Father. And I declare that school of for the best of a new breed alabaye kumeni basunde legedededesha Ah, we speak for the birthing of a new breed, a new breed, a new breed. Nations are rising, nations are rising. Malaba kumene meni kabarata gadiata, lababata kumene nene. Eshabolota bodo. It's a out of our belly flow rivers of living water. Malaba tune mene mene. Let there be an outpouring. Man kureke tu manada. Let there be an outpouring of your spirit. Ah, from school of purpose discovery. I love the man of Manaku We implicate every destiny that will come into this institution. Lebra Kumene Mono Siaka Dalagadia. Ah, hundred years from now, we implicate men and women. Lekou Sabara Tabada. Eko Ladada Bakato Legantele Abrakatelegada. Twenty five years from now, we implicate the destinies of men and women. 
that we call Manabata across this institution. I raise a flag in the spirit. I raise a flag in the spirit. And I declare that school of purpose discovery stand as an institution recognized in the spirit. Ah, I stand and I decree. I establish you as an institution in the spirit, right? Ah, to bring for judgment in this last day, sir. La barada bakumene gadoluwa shadelegede. Eh, kunzele menele ni akuzalata. Is a savior to rise from Mount Zion. And they will judge the mouth of Esau. La deni makumba shigabala boda. I declare in the spirit, la dabaye kushia la dada. School of purpose is coming, you are rising for this day. Ah, and you are judging the mouth of Esau. You are judging the mouth of immorality. You are judging the mouth of wasted years. This vision will not die. 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 Ah, sons and daughters are raised. There will not be anything like a generation that will come forth and I will not carry the burden of the ministry. La barada bada bada. Hey, we speak for alignment. Alignment. We align the next generation to this vision. Malade katubaragadabada. We align the next generation, the next generation, the first generation, the second generation, the third generation, the fourth generation, the fifth generation, until Christ come. Let them align to this vision. Malade Government of Christ will be established on earth. In our days, subject of purpose will be taught. We will taught in institution. In our days, without discovering purpose, they won't allow people to enter in higher institutions. In our days, in our days, humanity will be restored back to the original purpose of creation. Enough of endless living. Enough of wasteful living in our days. In our days, purposeful living, purposeful living. Men are coming into alignment of purpose. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We take over this generation. And we declare school of purpose discovery as an institution. 
Ah, la ba la da ba la ba la. We open the gates for the sons of the kingdom to enter and be taught and be discipled. Manada ba ko shada ba zakata lebranga do shada diya na 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 na. We open the gate of this school. We open the gate of this school. It is see, I have said before thee, an open door, and no man can shut. Ah, I say, for you have a little strength, but you have kept my word, and has not denied my name. Lord, we thank you because today, ah, la boss. We establish this school as an institution. 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 Maladaka barakada bados, inkada da 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 osha, inkabaraga bados ya namana, inkada da 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 kaudumana da 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 da, wamatu zane mananu sigede niyasa. I raise an alarm in the spirit, ensu mana 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 osha, inkada da 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 manu zegede niyasa na gada osha gada ona, alala na na mana 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 osha mana mana, manse gede niyasa gada. The gate of this school shall never be shut. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Lamoshe lama kuleya shada. Kumani suman shama labahila. Rama kumbra huska. Raga bada 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 bados. Hello. Good to have you here on Anchor FM. I'm glad to be sharing this with you this morning. And on today's episode of our broadcast, I'll be sharing with you on a very, very um important topic titled Fight for Sexual Purity. Fight for Sexual Purity. Now, one of the areas of our life that we really need to pay attention to is purity. Purity. You know, we are living in a world today where the society has made it almost impossible for someone to live um, sexually pure. Why? Because even the television, the social media platform, and all that, they give us reasons, several reasons why living sexually pure is impossible. And this has been a fight for so many people. It's been a fight for so many families. It's been a fight for so many people to live sexually pure life. Some people ask this question, how is it possible for me to live a sexually pure life? Today, I'm going to be simplifying it for you. I'm going to be explaining for you how you can be able to live sexually pure for God. Before we continue, I'd like us to bow our heads in a moment. And just say this prayer after me. Say, Sweet Holy Spirit, open my mind. Sweet Holy Spirit, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the broadcast. I want you to share this link with your friends and your families. I want you to share to as many people and let them get to learn and be enlightened. So, is it possible to live a sexually pure life? The answer is big yes. It is absolutely possible to live sexually pure, even in this sexually polluted world, even in this world where there is moral decadence, in this world where lust is seen as love, 
we are living in a society where indecent dressing is seen as fashion you know the moral lifestyle of people is dropping drastically every day is it still possible to live a sexually pure life even in this sexually polluted world yes that is the answer and today i'm going to be showing you how how you can live a life of purity no matter the pressures no matter the influences and number one i want you to know that it starts from decision it starts from decision there are three things i'll be majoring on today and number one is sexual purity starts with your decision sexual purity starts with your decision the bible said something in the book of daniel if you're conversing with the bible daniel chapter one daniel one if you see verse seven there's something the bible says in that scripture daniel one verse seven okay let's read verse eight he said but daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself sexual purity starts with your decision have you decided to live sexually pure have you decided to to, to keep your body pure void of sexual purity now we are we are talking about sexual purity when you talk about purity you talk about that state of being pure that state of of of, of being void of any stain any uh, any dirt that's what we call pure that's called, that's what we call pure so when we're talking about sexual purity we are talking about that state where you are living a sexually pure life where you're living a life that is void of sin that is void of immorality that is void of anything that has to do with uh, uh, sexual sins okay and it works both for male and female it works both for married and single some people actually think that when i get married that will be a permanent cure for sexual uh, immorality but the answer is a very big no marriage is not a cure for sexual lust and sexual sins i've seen a lot of married people today that still go after young young girls and little little um, little little girls of 13 14. why because marriage is not a cure for sexual lust okay marriage is not a cure for infidelity is not a cure for immorality you have to make a decision to live a pure life sexually you have to make a decision we are living in a world today where the medical sciences they will tell us um if you cannot abstain use protection they will tell us protection is the best uh, what 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 protection is what no 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 all those things are rubbish abstinence is the best the bible says particularly in the book of daniel 1 verse it said daniel proposed in his heart if he wants to live a sexually pure life your fight for sexual purity starts with a decision it starts with a decision Bible says Daniel proposed, he decided, he was determined in his heart. He was determined in his heart. The human spirit is very, very strong. I'll be talking about that in another of my book. The human spirit, the power of the human spirit. The human spirit is so, so strong. It's so, so strong to a point that anything you decide in your spirit, even if the whole world crumbles, that thing, that your decision stands. If a human, if a human being decides, if you just make a decision, if you just, if you just decide within yourself that I am not going to do this, 
See, the, the human spirit is so powerful that it can actually stand the test of time. So sexual purity stands with a decision. You have to decide, I am not going to uh, give out my body. I am going to preserve my body. I am going to stay pure, no matter the condition, no matter the test, no matter the challenges. And when you have made a decision like that, God empowers your choice. He empowers your decision. The Bible says, I have given you this day life and death. He said, but I advise you to choose life. That means God has given you that right to choose between life and death. There's one of the power that God gives to every human being, whether you're born again or not, whether you're a Christian or not. God gives every human being born to planet Earth a power called the power of volition, which means the power of choice. So it gives everybody the free will to choose. It gives everyone the free will to choose. So the Bible says in Daniel 1, it said Daniel proposed. It was a personal decision. He proposed. He said, I will not defile myself. So you have to make a decision that I will not defile myself. God backs up your decision. The Bible says, so then I believe in He gave power. We see that in John chapter 1. Let's go to the book of John chapter 1. John chapter 1, verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. To them that believe, as many that believe, not few, as many that believe. God didn't put anybody's name there. He said, as many that believe. To them he gave what? Power. So it starts with your decision. It does not force you to believe. He said, for as many that believe, then he gives power. That means the power to live right does not just come. It comes with your decision. The power to do something, the power to become, it comes with your decision. The power to live a sexually pure life, it comes with your decision. So when you make a decision, when you decide to live a sexually pure life, God backs up your decision with grace. He said, today I believe, today he gave power. Power, that means dunamis. He gave you the ability. So sexual purity starts with making a decision. To them that believe, he gives power. He gives power. That power is called dunamis. Dunamis, ability. Ability to do. Ability to become. That is the power that comes with your decision. So sexual purity starts with you making a decision. I made a decision growing up as, as a young teenager. I said... I'm going to keep myself, I'm going to live sexually pure for God, no matter what it takes, I'm going to live sexually pure for God. I even went to the extra mile of making a vow that, Lord, any day I, I, I told God, Lord, if you're able to preserve me from rape, from assault, from sexual embarrassment and all of that, harassment and all of that, that I'm going to keep my body for you. And that if I by any means define myself or give myself out for sexual immorality, I told God to kill me. That was the vow. That was my covenant with God. I said, God, any day I do this, kill me. That was a decision. And that decision guided me throughout my teenage age. You can, I'm not saying you should make that kind of covenant. I'm not saying you should make that kind of vow. It wasn't making a vow. But let it be a personal decision. And one of the ways you, um, you actually validate a decision is that you write it down. You write it down somewhere. You, you voice it out. It's not just something you keep in your heart. Daniel proposed in his heart, but he didn't stop there. 
The Bible says he told, he told the prince of the eunuch, he told them, please, allow me to feed on vegetables. I don't want to defy myself with the king's meat. So when you have made a decision, you have to let people around you to be aware of it. When people come to harass you, to ask you for friendship, for, uh, for to be a sexual partner, you have to voice it out. You have to voice it out. The Bible says Daniel did not stop there. He said he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So you have to let people around you to know about your decision. Are your parents aware of your decision? Are your friends aware of your decision? Are your classmates, are they aware of your decision? Because if they are not aware, they will push you into it. They will push you into it. You know, I, I had a scenario when I was in school. I was in uh, uh, the high school, the university. I had a very challenging situation, you know. I didn't let people around me. I, I made that mistake. I did not let people around me to be aware of my decision of living sexually pure life. So I had this uh, temptating situation where a guy was asking my hand out for friendship. So this particular guy was asking my hand out for friendship and I didn't really know what to do. My answer was no. But then I had a stronger influence. I, I was privileged to have a school mother and then my school mother was not aware of my decision of living a sexually pure life. So she tries to like convince me. She tries to like um, convince me to to accept the relationship. Why? Because she was not aware of my decision of sexual purity. So sexual purity is not just, the decision is not just about you. You need to let people around you know. You need to make them to be aware of your decision. So let your parents, let them be aware of your decision. Let your friends, let them be aware of your decision. Let people close to you, people you value, people that trust you, people that believe in you, let them be aware of your decision of living a sexually pure life. That's one of the ways that you can secure yourself. If they are not aware, they'll push you into it unknowingly. They'll push you into it. So there are people that are influential in your life, your mentors, your friends, your uh, colleagues, your parents. Let them be aware of your decision. Let them be aware that you have decided from this day to live a sexually pure life. Write it out in your diary. Let it be very, very bold stopping you from there. Another thing we have to consider is you need to count the cost. Many times we don't count the cost of um, living a sexually pure life. Do you have a goal you want to achieve? Is that something you're fighting for? Is there, is, there, is there a future that is worth fighting for? What is at stake? So number two, we'll be talking about what is at stake. You need to measure the loss. What is at stake if you don't live a sexually pure life? For example, what are the things that you stand to lose? Number one, when you don't live a sexually pure life, you stand a chance of contracting uh, sexual infections, sexually transmitted diseases. But that is not all. If you're a lady, you stand a chance of getting uh, unwanted pregnancy. Not because the pregnancy is unwanted, but you were, you were not prepared for it. You stand a chance of uh, having unwanted pregnancy. I know what that can do to your future. That has the ability to mar your future. Let's say you had, you had a dream. You know, by the time you had a dream of, um, of becoming a, a career person or all of that, a pastor or whatever, by the time you have soiled your hand with sexual immorality, I'm not saying you'll not be able to fulfill that dream, but it, it will bring about a delay. And David said something, say, Lord, teach me how to number my days, that, that I apply my heart to wisdom. 
Why? You don't even know the number of years that you're supposed to live on earth. So every day counts. Every day counts. The time you use to take care of um, 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 a, a, a bastard, a child that came unwanted, you know, before you get yourself, before you get get over the uh, the the before you get over that uh, uh, what do you, what is it called? Before you get get over the criticism, the, the 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 hate. Before you get over it, the criticism from family, from the society. Before you get over it, it will take you time before you finally get back yourself. So number one, you must avoid it at all costs. So you have to count the cost. You have to count the loss. You have to count what is at stake. It is your destiny. It is your future that is at stake in this. It has nothing to do with uh, just having a boyfriend. It has nothing to do with just having a girlfriend. You have to know what is at stake. Like for me, I knew that my destiny was at stake. I knew that it, it was a matter of destiny for me because I had a call. One of, one of my primary calls is to restore nation, to restore humanity back to the original purpose of creation. And how would I be able to do that? If I am living a sexually, a, a sexually uh, impure life, if I'm living a life of sexual immorality, how will I be able to restore my world back to God? How will I be able to uh, carry out the mandate of reconciliation? So you have to count what is at stake. You have to count what is at stake if, if you make that mistake. You have to count what is at stake. The Bible says, which of you that is trying to build a tower that will not first of all sit down and count because so you have to see that you have to know what is at stake you have to know what you are losing and one of the things that happen when you live a sexually impure life or when you don't live a life of purity is that you get distracted you get distracted distraction abounds distraction abounds see there's something that sexual immorality does to you when you live sexually pure life you are not doing god a good you're not doing Jesus good. You're doing yourself good. Why? Because sexual immorality can demoralize you. It can distract your life. It can make you weak. It can make you terribly weak. It can make you perform below the expectation of God for your life. Purity is a strength. There's, there's this unusual strength and boldness that comes with purity. But when, when you start living a moral life, you will, live, you will lose your self-confidence. You will lose your self-worth. You'll be trying, you'll be, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be looking for people to reaffirm your self-worth. Why? Because you have lost it. That's where many young girls have missed it. That's where they miss it. You're looking for a one little boy out there to reaffirm your self-worth. Why? Because you have lost it already. You have lost it in the place of purity. You have lost it. So you're just looking for people to like compliment you, to tell you this. I'm not saying people should not compliment you normally or naturally. But then, when it's now look as if your life depends on compliments, know that you have lost your self-worth. And that always comes when you're not living a sexually pure life. You'll be distracted. You will trade your destiny out for, for just a, a casual sex. And trust me, it doesn't even last. Sometimes within five minutes, ten minutes, you have given out your body and at the end of the day you start feeling guilty you start feeling bad about yourself you start feeling useless you start feeling used and all of that and sometimes the boy that just finished sleeping with you will go ahead and tomorrow is looking for another girl out there to deceive and you look at yourself you have given out yourself as a cheap commodity you are not cheap my dear the bible says you are bought with a price so glorify god with your body 
your body is not cheap you were bought with a high price jesus christ paid the ultimate price for you you are priceless so don't allow somebody to price you with a plate of food the bible says we should not be like esau who for a plate of porridge and he sold his destiny look at Esau saying what is he didn't even know see see there are things we do when it comes to sexual purity it has a direct relationship with our destiny now look at what the bible says when the bible was trying to admonish us about 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 um about uh, discipline you know he said we should not be like Esau look at God using Esau look at God using Esau as a case study look at God using Esau as an example for us he said we should not be like Esau who because of a plate of porridge yam a plate of porridge he gave out his destiny he said what is this bad better right say for me what is this better right so sexual purity has a lot to do with that's a, a lot to do with your destiny you can actually trace it that's a direct bearing with your destiny so don't say ah, what is sexual purity say if i like our boyfriend if i like i don't have no it has a direct bearing with your destiny the bible says that Esau, because of a plate of porridge, he, gets, he, he, gets, he, he, he actually sold his destiny out. He was like, what is better? He didn't know that. He didn't know that that, that momentary decision had a whole, a whole lot to do with his lifetime uh, destiny, his career. And he just said, yeah, what is better? Please take. And that was how he sold his birthright. Whenever you sleep with a man that is not your husband, that is not your wife, you're trading a part of your destiny. You're losing something. You're losing something from your destiny. Something is going. Something is at stake. So you need to know what is at stake. If I commit this sexual sin, what is at stake? You know, it goes to Joseph. Joseph is one man I admire so much in the Bible. And Joseph found himself in that situation where he had to choose between his destiny and Potiphar's wife. He had to choose between his lifetime success and a momentary, a momentary pleasure. Just a pleasure of moments. A moment of pleasure can mar your entire destiny, can destroy your life forever. So don't allow a momentary pleasure to, 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 to alter God's ultimate plan for you. The Bible says that before you were formed, how can you allow a momentary feeling to, to spoil, to tarnish what God has already planned before creation? How can you allow just a moment, just a moment, it could even be five minutes, and your whole destiny is, is thwarted forever? So I want to admonish you today. Don't allow a pleasure of the moment, a pleasure of five minutes to destroy your destiny, to destroy what God has built, to destroy what God has planned. Joseph saw, he saw where he was going. He knew what was at stake. This was Joseph that was supposed to preserve the destiny of people in a generation. This was Joseph. Joseph that was supposed to preserve the lineage of, of Israel. And look at him before a temptation. Potiphar's wife was saying, give me your body and let's do it. My Potiphar is not around. Nobody will see us. Nobody will see us. Beware of your secret actions because it tells a whole lot on your destiny. It tells a whole lot on your destiny. You might say, I'm doing it in the secret. Nobody is aware of it. My dear, you are digging your grave. It's like you're digging your grave and you're covering it. You're digging your grave and you're covering it. Before you know, you 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 jump inside and you will die. So don't allow sexual immorality to kill you. Don't allow anybody to confuse your head. Don't allow anybody to brainwash you. Paul was talking to the Galatians. He said, you foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Who have you allowed to brainwash you? 
don't allow people to use all in the name of marriage to deceive you. That, that, that was one of the challenges I had um, in my fight for sexual purity growing up as a teenager. I had a very strong, I made a very strong decision that I was not going to uh, engage in anything called sexual immorality. I wrote in my book, I said, I stay no to boyfriend, whatever it is. I will not accept any relationship until it's time for me to get married. And that the first person I'm going to go into a relationship with will be my husband. That was a decision I made personally. That was my decision. And then, do you know what happened? As time went on, I noticed that people already knew that, okay, this is what I stand for. If you come for a boyfriend and girlfriend, I won't even give you attention. I won't even look at your face. They had to start coming the other way around. They had to start using the name of marriage. And I was deceived. They had to start using the name of marriage to sugarcoat it. And some people say, I saw you in my vision. I saw you in my dream. I saw that this, that, 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 that. Blah, 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 blah. That was how I was almost deceived. So don't allow somebody to brainwash you with marriage. Don't allow somebody to brainwash you that, hey, you are my life partner. God say you are my life partner. And the person is luring you to commit sin against God. No, don't accept it. You have to stand. It's a fight. Apostle Paul said, I put my body. That means it's a fight, though. It's a fight. So you have to know what is at stake. Apostle Paul said, I put my body under subjection. Lest after I have preached, I myself should be a castaway. That means it's a personal discipline. That means it's a personal fight. You have to fight it. Your mother cannot fight it for you. No matter how they try to cage you. No matter how they try to, like, make you to behave, behave, behave. The moment you leave your house, you're going to get to that point where you have the right to make your decisions on your own. You have the right to go out anytime you like. Just like as I am right now, my parents are not here with me. I mean, my biological parents are not here with me. We don't stay in the same house. They are at home, and I'm here in the city. You know, they don't know when I go out. They don't know when I come in. No, I have the right to do anything that I feel like doing, and nobody will question me. But then I have a bigger question waiting for me out there because God will question me. What did you do with the time I gave to you? What did you do with your time on earth? So I have a bigger question to answer. So it's not about people monitoring you up and down. It's about you taking the personal responsibility for your life. So Joseph said, how can I commit this great sin? So you have to know what is at stake. Look at Joseph. Joseph was the one that preserved, he preserved the, the lineage of Israel. He preserved humanity at large. The Bible says that there was a great famine that happened in the time of Joseph. You know, there was a great famine and there was no food in the whole world, in the whole wide world. But look at Joseph. If he had traded his destiny, we just to sleep with Potiphar's wife. Do you know what would have happened? Maybe the entire human race would have died. Maybe God would have had to raise somebody else. The entire human race would have been lost due to poverty and starvation. There was no money. There was no even food to buy, even with your money. The Bible says it got to a point where people came, Egyptians came and said, uh, Joseph, we no longer have money to buy food. Take all of us as slaves. Buy us. Buy our land. Buy our properties. You know? What are we saying? You have to know what is at stake. If you know that your destiny is at stake, then you won't toil, you won't toil with sexual sins. If you know what is at stake, you won't toil with sexual immorality. You won't toil with it. You won't toil with it. If you know that it's your destiny that is at stake, that it's not about a boy, it's not about a girl, it's not about a fiancé. That's one of the things that devil is using to confuse people in this generation. When somebody has proposed to you all in the name of fiancé and fiancé, you now start giving yourself, giving your body out. Because the thing is now your husband. He's not. He's not. He's not. Is he that is your husband or he's not? Fiancé is not your husband. Fiancé is not your wife. 
So you have to get it clear. You have to get it straight. Don't allow anybody to confuse you. So it's a fight. Sexual purity is a fight that we must all fight for ourselves personally. And we must fight it as an individual. You must fight it. Daniel said he requested for the prince of the eunuch that he may not defy himself. What is your decision? Who have you told about your decision? Or it's just in your heart? Nobody wins battle alone. You can't win the battle alone. There are so many factors. There are so many factors. There are so many factors. You have to voice it out. Let it be known on your wall. Let people know what you stand for. Let people know what you believe in. If you believe in sexual purity, stand for it. I'm not saying you should go and do a flyer and campaign. Eh, I stand for sexual purity. No, it's not about the flyers. But let people know. Let it be seen. Can you paint the pictures of it in your room? When you wake up every morning, paint the pictures around it. I live a sexually pure life. I live a wholesome life. I, am not, I will not define myself. Speak those words. Write it. Paint it as pictures in your room, in your wall, wherever you find yourself. Let people around you know what you stand for. So I was talking about knowing what is at stake. You need to know what is at stake if you commit this gracing. You need to know what is at stake. As for Joseph, it was the destiny of the entire human race. It was dependent on him. It was the entire human race. So he couldn't afford to do that. Some of you will say it was, it was their time. Now, do you know the, the, the destinies of generation that is dependent on you? You wouldn't know. Do you know that generations are depending on your decision now? And look at you. Look at you belittling yourself for sexual immorality. Do you know that destinies of nations, generations, they are dependent on your decision? So that time when you give in, when, that time you say, let me just do it. That time that you say, let me just give in. Do you know that destinies? Do you know that destinies are tied to you? Do you know that generations are depending on that your momentary decision? They are depending on you. The Bible says we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. He said, therefore, let us lay aside the weight, the sin that does so easily beset us. That is Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1 to 2. He said, we are surrounded. We are surrounded. We are surrounded. So there are a great little multitude. People that are passed on, generous of faith. They are watching at you and they want they are sharing you on. They are saying, Come on, get up. You can't stop here. They are sharing you. Why? Because they know the batting that they have handed over to you. I'm speaking to a generation of people that have received batting for leadership. They have received batting for leadership. They have received batting, batting for different levels of greatness, batting for different sectors of the economy. You can't believe to yourself. You can't believe to yourself. You can't allow that man to keep playing with your life. You can't allow that, that, that boy to keep playing with your destiny. Enough of it. You need to arise. I feel a stirring in my spirit that there's a giant, there's a giant in you. I feel it so strong in my spirit that there's a giant in you. There's something in you that God wants to announce to your world. There's something in you that God wants to use to remove, to remove our society, to, to, to set the pace of a new lifestyle in our society. And you need to rise up and fight for sexual purity. The Bible says that because of what, you, know, you ask yourself, what is the relationship between Polish yam and destiny and better life? What is the relationship? It does not seem to have any relationship, right? Yes. That's how it is for sexual purity and your destiny. It doesn't seem to have any relationship. Like, what is kissing to do with my destiny? Eh? What is having sex to do with my destiny? It has a direct bearing. You may not know. There's a way God linked it. There's a way he linked it. There's a way he linked it. Your body was given to you as an asset and not a liability. So when you start diverting the original purpose of the body, 
when the body starts occupying or functioning on a different assignment, different purpose, distracting you, instead of helping you, I tell you the truth, you are going to lose it. You are going to miss it in life. You are going to miss it in destiny. And lastly, I want to tell you, after knowing what is at stake, you need to know what you stand to gain. What do you stand to gain? Generation is depending on you. I want you to have that at the back of your mind. What do you stand to gain? Number one, your generations are relying on your decision. Generations are relying on your decision. Generations are relying on your commitment. You know, one of those days when I wrote my first book, I was asking the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, because I had a revelation that prompted me to write that book, Preserving Your Destiny. In that revelation, I saw a mass of people, a crowd of people heading to one direction. They were looking confused. They were looking distracted. They were looking not focused. They were just like that. So when I saw that mass of people, I was asking the Holy Spirit, what is this? And he says, these are people, people that, these are people that, that they don't even know their destiny. These are people that they have not discovered their destiny. They are just all about, all over the world. They are just distracted. They are just there, you know. And God started telling me, he said, and I was not asking God, he said, why is our world like this today? And he said, it is because people have failed to rise up to their destinies. So one of the things, one of the benefits, one of the things you gain when you when you when 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 you align yourself to set your purity is that you 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 be a blessing to generation, you you be a blessing to generation. Generations that are depending on you, they will not have to cry, they won't have to suffer, they won't have to do anything. They will just they will just they will just see themselves excelling. They will just see themselves being well. Why? Because you have paid the price. You have made up the hedge from your own angle. God will be happy with you. God will be happy with you. The Bible says David served his generation and he has went to live with his fathers. There's a generation God has called you to serve and there's a joy that comes with service. We are meant to serve. Life was created for service. And when you don't serve, there's this fulfillment you're losing. You may not know. So you get fulfillment. You don't get it by drinking alcohol. You don't get it by um, marriage. There's a certain level of fulfillment that, that you can only get by living a sexually pure life. And by having the assurance that, yes, you're doing the will of God, there's a fulfillment that comes with that. And that's the real fulfillment in life. It doesn't come from alcohol. It doesn't come from uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. It doesn't come from relationship. Okay? So I want you to stand up today. I want you to be angry in your spirit. I want you to see another side of you. Maybe you have failed so many times. You have made this decision over and over again. You have failed so many times. You're like, no, I can't try it again. I was just like you. I know how many times I failed. I know how many times I have fought this battle and I lost it. But one thing that kept me going is that I remember God's plan for my life. I remember what God has said concerning me. And I said, no, I'm going to stand up again. And I will stand up and I will start fighting. And I shared something in my book titled The Choir of Destiny. I said, we have had a lot of tough experiences in life. But when you look at us, because of the Father's love, because of the Father's generosity, when you look at us, we don't look like what we have been through. We don't look like our experiences. Sometimes when you look at us, you can't even find the scars. You can't even find the scars of those experiences on our body. Why? Because the Father's love has consumed and overwhelmed our weaknesses. I want to introduce you to the same light today. You know, I got on this journey at my age of 16, and since then, it has been awesome. It has been exciting. It has been marvelous. And I want to introduce you to this same light. I want to introduce you. The Bible says there is a light 
and the opening of his word giveth light, the entrance of his word giveth light. Jesus is that light, is the word of God. And if light has not shone in your heart, if there's no light in your heart, I tell you, you struggle to live sexual purity. The best you can be is a moralist. And there's no reward for being a moralist. There's no reward for being a moralist. Anybody can, can be that, you know. But there's a light that shines in your heart. And when this light shines so brightly in your heart, darkness cannot comprehend. When this light shines so brightly in your heart, you see yourself doing the impossible. People ask you, how are you able to live a sexually pure life? How are you able to do this? How are you able to cope with the world today? It starts with you. It starts with you. It starts with you making a decision. The number one decision you must make is the decision to follow Jesus. The decision, the decision to receive Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. Once you make that decision, it settles it. It settles it. Don't think about the journey. Don't think about how are you going to run. Don't think about how you're going to run. Don't think about how you're going to do this. How you're going to stay true. Don't think about that. He's able to lead you. You know, God told me something a few days ago. He said, He said, Covenant, you are not meant to run this race alone. You are not meant to do it alone. You are not meant to do it alone. Just rest on the wings of my spirit and you will fly. Rest on the wings of my spirit. There's a rest that God wants to bring to you today. There's a rest. There's a different kind of rest that God wants to bring to your home today. Ah, The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, I will give you rest for your souls. Your soul needs rest. I'm not talking about to die. Your soul needs rest. There's a particular kind of rest that your soul needs. And when you surrender to Jesus, that rest comes upon you. I want to bring you into this rest. You see, there is a rest. There is a rest. Ah, I want to bring you to this rest today, wherever you are, under the influence of my voice. Wherever you are, wherever you are listening to this from right now, I want you to close your eyes and begin to commune with heaven right now. Ah, Can you connect with heaven? Can you commune? Can you speak to Jesus in your heart? Can you speak to Jesus in your heart? Can you speak to Jesus in your heart? I sense a calmness from the spirit. You that have had a troubled heart, you that you have been weighed down, you that you have been you have been broken and shattered. God wants to give you rest for your souls. God wants to bring there's a calmness. I feel I feel a calmness. I feel a calmness in your spirit. I feel a calmness. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit is convicting you right now. It's convicting you right now. It's the spirit of the Father. It's the spirit of the Father. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Take charge. Take charge. Take charge. Take charge over that life. Take charge over that life. You have been wounded. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. As many of my yaras have been wounded, battered, shattered with life circumstances, let there be healing now. Let there be healing now. Let there be healing now. Healing rain. Oh, Libra, Shele, Bahanda. I feel a strange healing move. I feel a strange healing move. There is a move of healing. Let hearts be healed. Let hearts be mended. Let hearts be mended. Let wounds be healed in the name of Jesus. Let wounds be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Let every wound in your heart be healed in the name of Jesus. Anywhere you are falling before, grace will rise. Grace will rise and run. Rise up and run. Grace will run in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. I want to pray particularly for those that you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just place that hand on your chest right now. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I receive you today as my personal Lord and Savior. I believe you died for me and rose from the dead to save me. Have mercy on me. 
cleanse me from all my sins and unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. I receive your overwhelming love. I receive your gift of righteousness and faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for praying this prayer. I want to um I want to say thank you so much for praying this prayer. Thank you for joining the family of God. Please don't stop at this point. I have a special gift for you. A gift that will help you in your new life in Christ. I want you to send me a message, whatever platform where you're listening to this from. I want you to send me a message. Send me a message. My email is ambassadorcovenant at gmail.com. Ambcovenant at gmail.com. And I'd like you to reach out to me on WhatsApp 080 I want you to reach out to me, whether on WhatsApp or via mail. Just write to us and tell us um, you gave your life to Christ and a request for your special gift. Trust me, it will be a great one. And I'm sure that God used it to help you in your new walk in Christ. God bless you. Thank you so much. If you have any testimony, if, if you need counseling, you need prayers, there's something you're battling with and you feel that you need to talk to me some more or you want to hear some more, I would like you to reach out to me. Please don't fail to do so. Reach out to me. You can also assess other of our books and materials that will help you on this journey of destiny. I think I've written about 20-something books now. Um, many of them are related to destiny. So I want you to uh, reach out to us. Whatever you need, I'm going to be there to attend to you. Thank you so much for joining this episode of our program. I'm sure you've been blessed. I want you to share this message with your friends, share it with your colleagues, share it with your loved ones, and God bless you.